International. <coughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome live from Maine. It's the movie uh, Gary BC Town Massacre. It. This movie was filmed in Canada. Yeah, but it's all the stop Alan Stephen Maine. King. Let me do Maine. I've never lived outside of Maine. Therefore, every movie I make, or every book I write, every story I write will be everything set in Maine. Everything. <laughs> Everything's Maine. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Ethan. What's up, Ethan? What's up, Bezo? How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good, man. Nice, Maine. Donna. Hey. Hey, what's up? It's just, uh, just do we haven't game. yeah we haven't even been we haven't even been said hi to us recently we this, this we just sat down and started recording. recording the previous the previous show yeah yeah there yeah. was no highs no foreplay just just right into it just right into it just right into the shows we we weren't hanging out beforehand mm-hmm. no way uh, that's the illusion of showbiz baby <laughs> uh, we are here to talk about a new movie today. But, yeah, it's we not did. a new movie, but it's a new movie of an old movie. Yeah, we're doing one of our topical episodes. It's a it's a topical sode today, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve, I don't think this this one is just called it. Yeah, it it. Let me tell you something, guys. It sucks. It hey. is pro. It's it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. The famous clown horror miniseries yeah yeah uh i don't know because i didn't care about it when i was a kid and guess what i don't care about it now you know the i i caught like parts of the miniseries back when it aired back in the day and people lost their shit over it and i never understood why Uh and uh so i i just i was like ah whatever the boat this is on i'm I'm gonna let that sail without me um we ended up watching it uh, a couple of I don't know maybe a month or two out um, for our movie night and uh, not that great. 
Yeah. Well, that yeah, it sucks. Tim Curry kind of shines, and there's a moment or two you're like, okay, I can see how this could be really interesting. Yeah. Uh, but mostly it's uh, it's four and a half hour time commitment, and about oh. 20 minutes of it is pretty solid, and the rest of it is kind of a sludge. But every every kid in seventh grade was like, oh, there's the scariest thing ever yeah. made. Wrong. It's so scary, dude. All right, so it's so freaky, dude. It's the best. So y'all obviously not fans. I think well, I didn't say anything. Oh, Ethan only. Said. You you did not like chime in with raised eyebrows as if to say, oh, I have so many counterpoints. Though. Oh, I was letting y'all have some room to breathe about. <laughs> what do you like it? I mean, I, I it was favorite definitely movie of the year. No, it was for sure better than the miniseries. Yes, yes. And I thought that there were some really. Um, like some really great parts about it. Yeah. I thought the girl that played Beverly was fucking amazing. I yeah. thought the the young, the little kid with the black hair who had who gets his arm damaged. Yeah. I oh. thought he was amazing. Oh. I was talking yeah, yeah, yeah. this is the exact same reaction I told when I saw, I saw it with Max. I was like, Max, I was like that that kid, he's gonna have an Oscar before he's thirty. And Max is like, Which one? I'm like, Are are you serious? Like how do you not know the guy I'm talking about? Yeah, he was yeah. okay. That's so spooky. Like I don't know what it is about him, but like I took a shine to to his performance and I thought he was electric on the screen. Oh, I thought no, I thought Beverly for sure was she was so good. This, Can we at least say that all the kid actors are good finally? No, we can't say that. No? No. No, because this movie is riding some bullshit ass uh, Netflix hype train ah, and yes. it seems like a fucking Netflix movie and they have the kid from Stranger Things in yes. it and it's like oh hey here's the bit he cusses <laughs> he cusses he, he does he yeah cu- but that's he, what the character does in the book yes. and yeah. in the original and movie and to be fair he has better comic timing than some adults who oh, are to be t- fair t- the comedic writing in this is fucking terrible it could have used well, about 900 punch-ups. The, it's not funny. The joke is the kids swearing. Yeah, but then yes. all of the other comedy that's laced throughout it is terrible. Well, that's I think that's I'm I'm going to be I'm an apologist to a certain degree. The kids aren't comedians. And so I can when they say funny, when they say stuff that seems like it's like, you know, cringy and like it's dated or whatever. I'm like, well, they're kids. That's how kids would, you know, know. they probably would have they probably would have been funny if, if the person that wrote it was funnier. I don't know. Like it hinges on there's so much bad comedy in this. There's so many bad jokes. Hmm. Like there it's just constant. Yeah. It's like unrelenting, like terrible shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't agree with you. I mean it it is bad comedy for sure, but it fits the voice of the movie. I don't I don't think that it's bad comedy for the sake of being bad comedy. It's bad comedy from the perspective of the children, which makes perfect sense. Like the shit that's happening makes sense. I think that maybe I mean that falls more so on the audience if they're constantly laughing at it, like they genuinely find that to be funny versus like just appreciating that that's the way that kids talk. Yeah. 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 I see the difference there. It's it's not that these kids talk and they're just kind of fucking around with, with language. It's that they're literally making jokes. Yeah. But they're like making stupid jokes that the kids would, that kids Kids would would make. make. Like it's, it falls on the, the fault of the audience for Mm -hmm. entertaining that Mm -hmm. or thinking that it's funny but that's like that's an issue more so with modern films which like guardians of the galaxies is 100 percent at fault for people thinking that this movie is hilarious mm-hmm. like if someone said like 
if someone's review of this movie is it's really scary but there's a lot of funny parts too i would be like yeah you're a fucking idiot and Ooh. you probably love every shitty movie that comes out I guarantee you've never seen an actual good movie. I felt like the uh, the the joke writing was not great, but I thought the performances were good enough to sell it, and I was forgiving of the writing of the jokes and, and just saying, well, they're kids, and they don't have a sophisticated sense of humor. My thoughts on the movie were basically that this is, I think it's really good for what it is and really lacking for what it could be. It should have been a Netflix movie. Uh, well, Netflix has gotten so good now that uh, it's it's starting to turn and the the it's, yeah. the quality of it is starting to be like regular feature you know high budget you know feature film kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. should have been a sci fi movie. I don't no, think so. It's it needed better the R quality rating. than sci-fi. Yeah. yeah, the one good thing about it is they do double down on the R rating, which is good. Yeah, yeah, and I uh, I mean they squeeze it here's the thing and i think you and i probably had the same reaction i'm um, looking at you donna is uh for the audience. i see that <laughs> <laughs> uh thank you for telling me you're looking at me the first completely unnecessary jump scare which is the first completely unnecessary scare in the whole movie is the kid in the yellow... Uh, Georgie. Georgie. He's not in the yellow yeah. thing yet. He's going downstairs in the basement, and um, his radio thing turns on. Mm -hmm. And it's like this super-duper screeching loud radio sire thing, and it's just his brother saying, hurry up, you know? Yeah. There's no scare there. There's nothing, there's nothing like... There's nothing psychologically thrilling about it. It's just literally a manufactured jump scare. And I was like, oh, like, like, I don't want to be in two and a half hours of manufactured jump scares. And the first thing yeah. you do inside of five minutes is give me a manufactured jump scare. See, I, th I actually didn't mind that. Oh, and I didn't think of that as the first jump scare. Oh, okay. I, I didn't mind that because that immediately told me what this movie was going to be like. I see. And not that it was just going to be manufactured jump scares, but more that it was going to be tense building up to scares because right after that sequence of the radio going off he grabs the thing mm -hmm. and it's like the tensions building and then he sees what looks like eyes like peering from behind a shelf right and it's like okay i, I get 100 percent what the mood's gonna be like and it mm -hmm. sold me and i was just locked in for the rest of the movie okay the first jump scare that i thought was uh I don't remember what it was, but it was F like significantly after that. Hmm. I want to say it was something with the main Georgie's brother. Okay. Mike or whatever his name was. I yeah. I, I don't remember the remember. characters names at all. Yeah. yeah. The guy from midnight express. Yeah. 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 I oh. forgot what it was, but it was something with something with him. I thought was like the first like significant jump scare or the one that was like an obvious jump scare. And Bill it, is his name. The character. Bill. And, and here's something like I thought they, they could have gotten it right. And I almost wonder, like I thought I, I was actively thinking of do this all the time, but when things are problematic, I'm thinking how can a fan editor fix this? But if you look back at it follows, um, the opening segment of it follows shows this gruesome killing and this mangled body in the street. And, and then it has nothing like that for the rest of the movie, mm -hmm. but that image yeah. is in your head. 
and it's just sitting there and you know how, how dangerous the, the, whatever the entity is, if it gets close to the person of what's, what the really, what the stakes are. You don't need to see anything else because they presented that great visual at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I have, I essentially thought that they did that with the first, uh, death Dude, scene. That was fucking sweet. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's back off the jump scares. We got the visuals. We know how dangerous it is. And then they still, it's like they didn't learn Wait, that what lesson. What are you considering the first kill scene? With can we, can we just, yeah, let's just leave well, no, we're, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, I mean, if you're listening yeah. to this episode, we are going Georgie. to be talking about the movie. Georgie, where it bites his arm off. I mean, that scene yeah. is fucking awesome, and yes. here's why. Because it immediately differentiate, differentiates itself from the original. Yes. Like, anyone that was watching the movie that's like, I love the original, and now they're watching this, you just, you completely killed their ideas of how they're going to compare it to the original. That's yes. genius. And uh, you set up the premise that we will, we are not not afraid to kill kids right which yeah. is something that you need in a movie like this because most movies when you have a bunch of kids running around there's a demon following them the kids are safe yeah uh-huh. and this one's saying the kids are not safe so that puts that in your head it's so cool that scene is so cool like because in the miniseries like you it feels like you're just waiting for something to finally happen and like you're finally gonna see like how scary pennywise truly is outside of just like the the concept of being a clown and being a scary thing. Mm -hmm. But in this movie, oh fuck in this movie, you immediately, I'm working right now, guys. (laughs) Do you want to do a hard cut? Uh, well let me, let me finish this thought. So in this, in this movie, they immediately, you see like how scary the clown can be. Yeah. Like how scary Pennywise is. He put, he has these insane teeth. teeth. Yeah. It's just, it's really gross and disturbing and, and it's cool. Can we pause here? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Sorry guys. Pause for editing. Sorry. It's okay. This was the reason why we needed to record yesterday. Yeah. This exact reason, Ethan. So I hope you're happy with yourself. (laughs) Feel a lot better today. (laughs) There's that. What what point did you end up end on there? Uh, I was talking about how you see Pennywise and like his teeth. Yeah, and just how gruesome. vicious he is mm-hmm. in that scene, like right at the beginning. All right, I, I remember what I wanted to say. Just well, to reiterate, we'll just punch forward. in. All right, <laughs> like, really like pause for editing. Right, and the scene where he he does that, it, like I said, it sets up that standard where you know how cruel he can be. And that's why I think that every other time it kind of leaned into a jump scare following that was unnecessary, except that we live in this world now where jump scares define horror movies. Yeah. The more scare, the more jump scare, the better. Yeah. Like psychologically thrilling, uh, psychologically scary, scary kind of stuff where the tension is just held. That's why paranormal activity is so good. That's why it's so good. Right. Yeah. Uh, now, James Wan, who did the you know the the, the Insidious movies and, and a few others, like if anybody is the master of the jump scare, it's him. And so he uh, you know he enjoyed a large 
a long, a, you know, big success with that formula. And so now uh, I feel like this is sort of not only living in the shadow of Stranger Things, yeah. but also in the shadow of James Wan. So it's not this, it's not something that says, hey, let's do a horror film that's a faithful uh, it's not. It's not completely uh, this idea of hey, let's do a faithful uh, adaptation of Stephen King's It. It's more like hey, we want to make a a, um, a horror movie that sort of uses common tropes yeah. of, and, on, of horror, and uh, we do it a slightly you know lean into the the R rating and have it be Stephen King and intellectual property. Like there's other pieces that are filling that void, like it's making up what this thing is. Yeah, and it feel it makes it feel like a mishmash to me. I mean, but the thing is, like I've never liked like his writing or his kind of cheekiness. <laughs> oh my god we're back on cheekiness fuck me <laughs> like i've just never liked that about him mm-hmm. i've never i've never really liked that about his style i've never found like his style to be very uh interesting or psychologically scary it's just all like weird made-up stuff that is like designed to sort of freak you out i mean the guy wrote like 500 books and it's yeah. because they're all not that good and see, this is the thing is like, I, I was thinking about that because there were moments in this movie and I'm like, this is probably the best of Stephen King, like oh. the crazy fantasy horror kind of stuff that he, he embellishes in. But then I was thinking, no, but like really good Stephen King is shit like Misery and, and Dolores Claiborne. Dolores Claiborne. <laughs> that Dolores Claiborne is a perfect example of him getting away from his style. Yes. And, and still making a horror movie that is, that has psychological I haven't seen the movie. I've only read the book. Oh, well the, the movie is very good and I haven't read the book. I assume it's a faithful adaptation. Um, but the, uh, but the point is, is that those two movies, they don't rely on fantasy horror. It's just straight up like, you know, fucked up people doing fucked up shit to other people kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Which I feel is way more scary. Can we steal a game from another, podcast real quick and, and play because sure. we actually I played this at work with uh, a friend of mine recently and we did uh, love like hate like Stephen King love movies like, hate like what's the rules on this again so you give a movie that you love okay a movie that you like okay a movie that you hate okay or hate yourself for liking that one's up to interpretation <laughs> right uh, and then just a movie that uh, wait but yeah, a movie that you hate yourself for liking or hate like. There's a lot of a lot of variations. And then here. a hate. Well, okay. so we'll start with love. So Stephen King film adaptations. Yeah, that you okay. love. All right. Well, I I mean, is it is it cheating to go with Shawshank Redemption? No. No. I feel like that's like I, a default I one. I say it is, but <laughs> no. I mean, it's, you know what? You can provide the rules on that i think it's okay. more of a spielberg vehicle than it is a, a even though Stephen spielberg King. has nothing to, nothing to do with it <laughs> well whatever it's, i don't think that it's him as much but okay yeah okay um, so what's your love ethan i like shining oh, yeah oh. mine is the shining oh shit yeah um <laughs> yeah i love the shining too <laughs> let's let's throw a shawshank i want to go with, i like shawshank let's put i do i do love the shining okay so yeah. then your like is I, my like i'll put with shawshank how about okay that? what's yeah. yours ethan my like i'm just trying to think of like how much stephen king i've seen mm. well my like is misery mm. okay i haven't seen misery i don't think you probably have it's fucking amazing yeah. kathy bates 
Yeah, man. Hair. Honestly, <laughs> I'm an idiot about Stephen King. I mean, I want to say like Pet Cemetery, but I don't know. Oh, you don't want to go down there? You don't want to go down there? Yeah, I don't even really like Pet Cemetery that much. The movie yeah. rips. <laughs> the only one I really like is Shining that I've seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, well, like, I guess I'm going to go Children of the Corn. I like Children of the Corn. Yeah, that's there a good go. one, yeah. too. Right. What's your hate like? You know, this is the challenge for me is that I... I, I haven't kind of jumped, you know, headlong, headfirst into a lot of Stephen King stuff. So like, there's like I have vague memories of, of, uh, of, 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 of like what's that one? The one with the car, like Christine. Yeah, there's Christine, two Christine and Overdrive. Cujo is sort of in my brain. The Pet yeah. Cemetery. I know there's remember the kid and the old man. Yeah. Um, the corn is kind of hiding in there and and lawnmower man and and, uh you know room 1437 or whatever yeah okay 1408 is my is my hate like i hate myself for liking oh really (laughs) yeah it's it's like a guilty pleasure if it's on i'll put it on and i'm always like this movie is fucking weird (laughs) like i don't understand what's happening in it yeah but it's fun yeah i i I haven't samuel jackson's inside of a box in that movie literally yeah i don't think i I don't think i've been enough invested in and what Stephen King I'm a Stephen King vehicle before yeah. I can before it arouse well, hate I guess I'm yeah. playing this game by myself my hate <laughs> is my hate is uh, just straight up hate. the Langoliers ah yes they made that was a TV miniseries yep. right which yeah. normally wouldn't count but I'm gonna count it because the movie is so fucking bad. terrible <laughs> Yep. So thanks for playing the game, Donna. <laughs> really what what do you win? <laughs> uh, acknowledgement no, for nice. knowing movies more right than up, you guys. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never been like I know my uh, my my grandma used to. I never saw my grandma read ever in my entire life. But, can she? Yeah, she definitely can. Okay. Um, but I. Uh, at her house there was always just every stephen king book Mm. like if he released one it was there the next time i was there yeah what about the green mile oh shit yeah that's good Ugh, i don't like the green mile you wrong for that wait what (laughs) he said you know (laughs) green mile's great yeah yeah but like the part when the cat comes back but it's like kind of a psycho you know they like scratches what <laughs> sweet that's the pet cemetery <laughs> yeah i was always wondering why she was so why the only author she ever really read was stephen king because that's stephen king's he's, demo he's something there's a part of him that's very accessible to yeah. uh, uh from a writing standpoint My, which is weird because like the shining was written like while he was just on like a peyote bender oh really yes mm-hmm. Well, the uh, more you know, he's he's, he's he's way more interesting than his writing his would writing. let you believe, <laughs> yeah. or his movies for that matter. There, I read. Uh, I've I've tried reading multiple. I think the only book I've finished of his is Carrie. But I've tried. I've I've gone through multiples trying to get through them and never have. Um, but the uh, there was one of the books. I think it was the Tommy Knockers. Although it could be Langoliers. I'm not entirely. I don't. Rem- I'm misremembering those two or putting them in my head together. But anyway, there's this alien thing that falls down near a city in Maine and it makes, it has all these weird effects on people and the closest person it affects is the person that lands closest to their house and it makes her a really good 
writer. She's kind of a struggling writer who's not very good. Yeah, yeah. And there's a scene in the book where she writes like a couple of, like a chapter or half a chapter of the opening section of what this, uh, of like a Western. And Stephen King writes that. You know, he writes it out so you can yeah. read it. And I'm like, wait a second. How is this guy? I mean, he's trying to say this person is like a, an extremely talented writer. And then he's going to write the the <laughs> version. Of the, and, like, and I'm like, wait a second. And it actually is better than the rest of the book. You know, that little section. I'm like, why don't you just write it like this? Man. If you've got this in you, just write just it well. Write, write this way. Yeah. <laughs> I think he does it on purpose. I don't know. I think he's like definitely, I mean, he's just like a quantity writer. Like, I know. I don't think that that's necessarily his fault, though. We have, like, deviated off of the path. Of, the, of it, yeah, a yeah. bit. Uh, <laughs> what, you want to get back? I have to stop again. Jesus. I mean, this is literally the re- Damn. Damn, Damn dude. It's fucked up. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Well, that's true, but uh, it's we should <laughs> we should uh, we should take Stephen King into consideration because you can't. This movie doesn't make sense unless you understand that that the filmmakers are trying to to honor the source material and this guy and his fantasy horror yeah. thing. Because if this was an original screenplay, this is not how the movie would be. Yeah. Nobody would set out to write a movie like this unless there was source material from which to base it on yeah. and, and continue forward. And this is actually one there. I have two really big, well, three problems with the movie. One is the over-reliance on jump scares. Two is the, the scenes there. There's two very pivotal moments where like, there's really crazy, intense, uh, thing happens to the kids and they all experience it and then they don't talk about it and they just like would just kind of shrug it off and like the fault uh-huh. like they're not they like all of this natural conversation that they have going throughout the movie and and how they, they have banter with each other you would think that following one of these like the intense sequence what, is, what are you talking about the very intense sequence in the uh in we already the, put a spoilers up i know the, the, the very intense <laughs> sequence in the garage where they have the the slideshow uh-huh yeah. and fucking pennywise comes out he's like 30 feet tall and like yeah. it's like blacking out and coming in he's like you know getting in their face and everything like as soon as they leave they're all outside and like that should be the time to reflect in the aftermath of what they all experience and they're all just like yeah that sucked you know i'm gonna go do my own thing now yeah i don't just kind of leave them like what the fuck like i don't think they talk about it because they all left beverly alone to get killed by the the by pennywise not in that yes in that scene She's the only one that's in the corner of the garage that mm. Pennywise was going after, and oh. all of the rest of them are at the door trying to get, get out. out. Okay. E- either way, nobody talks about it, and that's one of those things. And well, like, you wouldn't acknowledge the fact that you're a piece of shit. What's that? You wouldn't acknowledge that you're a piece of shit. I, I don't know if you're you're talking to me or <laughs> you're talking to the well, character. Well, for sure you wouldn't. <laughs> but I mean, like, no one would. Human beings wouldn't acknowledge that they're shitty to another human being. Okay, but this was their friend. an insane paranormal experience that they all just went through. Like, off the chain. Like, fucking, this is... This should, like change your worldview kind of experience and it's it's taken very lightly i'm just saying that like if the three of us 
were in a situation and like the police were after us and the three of us were running together away from the police and one of us fell down and the other two ran faster yes y'all wouldn't have a conversation <laughs> with me after just being like oh that was wild wasn't it like well, that was a on. crazy we, thing that we just are happened when i about, fucked you over it's not just about that <laughs> we're talking about this insane paranormal experience and it happens later in the movie too when they go into the house for the first time and then they come out and they're all just like fuck this shit i'm out of here and then they all go do their own yeah, thing they do that a lot yeah, yeah. so i it, it's a it's a it's there's these two they're after really big set pieces that are all set up and then the aftermath scene is very is basically non-existent mm-hmm. that was my my second issue the third biggest issue that i had and this is something i think would have been addressed if it wasn't trying to honor some source material is that what this is really about like i mean very darkly but what it really is is not just evil incarnate and standing up to evil as the movie kind of plays it out but more specifically it's about what aliens ki- it's about what kind of evil it is involved in child predation. Yeah. And that's a very specific kind brand of evil that we don't have, um, like about we how have he, like, zero sympathy him. for, yeah. you know, and this thing kills, you know, little children and you see it on the screen and then you have adults in the movie who are actively hostile towards kids which sort of paints this you know narrative of saying this is what you know what what are what dynamics are going on is that it in some ways is sort of a personification of whatever that that thing of evil is where it it actually pursues you know harming children yeah and um that theme gets lost throughout this whole thing and it yeah. ends up being sort of a he ends up being a generic bad guy yeah, uh, he doesn't uh, evil. As much. yeah yeah and it's just like uh, like it's 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 missing that that kind of uh, focus on, on on a thematic yeah. horror you want me to mention interesting go uh, ahead i was just gonna say you want me to say one thing i hate yeah, oh yeah this fucking cgi looks like bullshit you think so? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't think it looks good. All of the the like the thir- like the final confrontation stuff. Uh, yeah, that one was. You're specifically talking about the mama ripoff, the woman from the painting. Yeah, her. Yeah. She sucks. All the movement of the clown, like with like the oh sketch movement, and, like yeah. all of those are terrible. Um, his teeth, I I don't really think are that cool. Like yeah. I get like people liking it, doing it or whatever. And when you think about it, the most badass scene in the movie, Hmm. the coolest fucking scene is when her hair comes out or whatever. That's like, no one cares about that. The coolest thing is when all the fucking blood goes off in that bathroom. That's like the coolest scene. And guess what it is? Real fucking blood. Uh, And that's why it looks cool. Yeah. Cause like when he films it, like just dripping down the wall, it's like, that looks sick. Yeah. Like why? Why do you need to add that like weird skitter? No one's scared by that anymore. That do, do you think? I, do you think that's like an artifact that was introduced in horror um, when uh, after the wave of like Japanese horror that kind of yeah. kicked in in the early two thousands? Yeah, I mean, people were like, I remember for a while, like six, seven years ago, like everyone would just always talk about, "Ooh, it's so scary when it walks like that." Oh, yeah, it's so scary. Yeah, and it's just like. 
I don't. I, I it, think it it, it, it. it was when we saw it in the ring, and now we don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it sort of scared me back then, but it do, like it doesn't do anything for me now. I don't even think it looks cool. Yeah. And like, if you're gonna do it, right? Like, cut out like a second. Have him like go invisible, and then boom, he's there. Mm. Like, don't have him like take five seconds to like uh, skitter uh, walk up to yeah, you. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not scary. And and it, and it also all of those jump scares also completely undermines what Pennywise is all about because if his game is to kill children yeah then what's why is he spend all this time not doing that why does he spend all this time just scaring them yeah he's yeah. and he, or he's like completely incompetent of killing these particular children yeah. but like there's specifically a time like specifically well, regarding Beverly where um, she uh, confronts her dad hits and, and um, her dad is a, a, a you know apparently a rapist and rapes her a child you know it's like uh horror and but anyway she whacks him over the head with the top of a bathroom uh commode and as she leaves the scene ends with pennywise there grabbing her by the throat and lifting her up off the ground cut to the next scene she should be gone and dead if pennywise has anything but somehow like she survives that and so on so like it's like y'all watch a fucking completely different movie it's like the 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 moment the they even explain that in the movie what with what because like uh, uh, did you catch that <laughs> i mean i i i'm assuming that the reason he didn't kill her was because he wanted to like capture her soul no and that's he, why he had all the floating there are multiple points where they explain ex- like verbatim exactly what you were talking about he grows larger off of the fear so a part of like his entire uh existence or whatever i guess is like enjoying the hunt right so it's like the more fear that he can gather then uh the more like aggressive his killings can be so he i don't think that it's necessarily that he's like trying that like these kids are outsmarting him it's that he's trying to breed more fear in them so that he can become more aggressive. Like as they're becoming more afraid, he's also appearing more frequently or mm-hmm. having like bigger uh, appearances or whatever. I will like affecting more things. And they specifically say that because she confronted her dad, this is a line from the movie. She confronted her dad. That's why she wasn't killed. She's just floating there in like a zone. Weird limbo zone. Yeah, because she's not afraid of him anymore. So he can't kill her. Pennywise can't kill her. But she, he can like, har- you know, harvest her body or whatever. And mm. just she's just floating there. She doesn't mm. belong anywhere. She can't be killed because she's not afraid of him. And that's a whole thing that they're talking about throughout the entire movie is that you just need to not be afraid of him. Like you need to confront your fears and then he has no power over you. It's like the oldest fucking trope with like children's horror movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, the structure of the film. There's not, nothing you can say to that. Well, I get it. I get it. I, yeah. I get it. And I, for some, in my brain, I'm remember. I thought I'm remembering scenes between the discovery of her in that trance-like flotation state, 
and um and being in the bathroom but maybe there isn't and there there are scenes but that's the end of her being the person like you see her and then it cuts to the other kids but not no no other scenes with her there are scenes with her again alone after that and then scenes with her and the kids like a fucking huge chunk with her and the kids okay where they specifically say that line of dialogue okay All right. Well, I watch <laughs> movies when I go to oh, see them. Oh, really? Yeah, you don't look like this. <laughs> so, um, the film uh, has these um, uh, structurally. What happens is obviously the opening act of the little boy dying, and then these kids are sort of in school who are sort of in this weird sort of uh, sort of hyper version of uh, of, a, of, a, of like a 1980s high school movie where the bullies are everywhere and they all get bullied kind of thing that's going on then each one of these kids experience has their own encounter with Pennywise which is fear based and then they all sort of get together and then they um, eventually have they figure out what the root of it is it's at this house which is like straight to, straight fucking designed to be a scary ass horror house uh, and then they go in there they have a, a confrontation with Pennywise and despite everybody saying we need to stick together they don't um and uh then they leave the house and then the characters break off and have their own sort of uh you know uh self-discovery kind of sequence and then they come back together and go back into the house uh for the final confrontation and between each one of them having their own fear you know having their own interaction with pennywise the confrontation in the house which is actually a series of each one of them sort of having another confrontation with pennywise uh coupled with uh the the scenes with uh the bullies and the scenes where they come back to the house for the final conflict and everything that's going on there it's just um Every three minutes, every four minutes, it's all sort of setting up for another jump scare, another jump scare, another jump scare, another jump scare. And it's, I, I, I was getting worn out like two and a half hours because it's about two hours and 15 Feels minutes, long. two hours and 15 minutes of that. And, um, I, I was starting to, I was like getting more, I, I, the, the jump scares became so less effective to me that on the, by the time the final confrontation came in, I, I was zeroed out completely. See, I, I, w- wasn't interested in the jump scares. I wasn't going to see the movie to see the jump scares. I mean, like, of course I wanted to see like how scary this one was going to be. I mean, it, it's difficult to talk about this movie and this was what I was thinking going into it. I don't know how I'm going to view this movie on its own. And if I can realistically say how I liked this movie as a movie completely independent of the original because mm. the entire time even though i said that it does a good job of distancing distancing itself from the original right in the beginning mm-hmm. the whole time i'm thinking about the original and mm. how much better this movie is mm-hmm. i think it's really easy to focus on movie on horror movies and how it's constant jump scares and shit like that and i think it's really easy to lose what makes this movie good Mm -hmm. if you're only focusing on that but i i do think that there was a lot of good stuff going on in the rest of the film Mm -hmm. i like 
the actual characters themselves were really good yes. and the struggles that the characters had were realistic yes. and very good yes and there's a lot of like really intense shit that's happening to all of these kids and all of their stories are told with justice like yes. I don't feel like the stories are glossed over and it's on the way to get to the next jump scare which I think is unfair with what you're saying you're right I, I, I'm being a little hyper I, I'm, I am leaning to make it a point uh, more so than I should uh, because I did have that feeling. I was like, man, the problem with this movie is all is all the horror. It, it keeps getting in the way of this great movie. That's what a lot of other uh, critics have said is that there's too much it in this movie. And that also is difficult for me to wrap my head around because I do want to hear... I This movie, like if it were a coming-of-age movie, sans it would be fucking awesome. Mm. Like it's, it's just a really all the characters are just really interesting and they represent like a unique person that mm -hmm. everyone knows that kind of person, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it gets in the way a lot of just living with these characters, which is really what, where I feel the film succeeds the most, mm -hmm. but it is fucking cool. Like it looks sweet. <laughs> like it looks so, I, this is, of course gonna get shit on a ton because everyone loves Tim Curry and worships the ground that he walks on but yes. fucking Bill Skarsgård was awesome yes like it was so fucking cool in this movie and I don't I don't know why you don't like the teeth I thought it was fucking sweet because in the original it's the same thing yeah but they're so shitty in the original it's like a stop motion kind of effect that they use in the original yeah and like if you want to talk about bad CG like when that movie came out that was like not cutting edge CG but it was like pretty good for the time like certainly passable mm -hmm. and it looked like garbage in that and like this looked night and day better mm -hmm. and especially like knowing the actual end point of this story mm -hmm. and seeing those teeth and like the way that it like undulated and grew and it, it just all makes so much more sense than the original did like mm -hmm. this this movie is so this is probably like the closest adaptation to the Stephen King novel out of any of the movies that have ever been made of his shit. I, this, I also, I got the feeling watching this that w when it comes to remakes, this is a remake done right. Yeah. And so far as, like I said, capturing what I believe the fantasy horror aspects that Stephen King, um, uh, you know, is, is sort of his thing. Mm-hmm. Because um, uh, in the spirit of other remakes, uh, you know, people remaking films that are are pretty good to begin with, and they're just kind of like you know updating it, where it's like you know just a, today's modern cast and people have cell phones or whatever. Well, sorry to interrupt there, because there was actually a recent Stephen King remake prior to this, which is Carrie. Carrie That's was right. remade in 2014 or 2015 or something. Yeah, yeah. I actually just recently watched it. Oh, really? Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, earlier in the day. And I had, I saw it when it was in theaters and it was fine, I guess. Yeah. But like anytime that Carrie is on, I'll put it on. It's okay. just a... It's the old just one was such a, basic. Yeah. It's yeah. just such a weird movie. John Travolta's yeah, in that movie. Yeah, it's yeah. his first movie. Like that's <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I... 
yeah the the remake of carrie is not good and that movie in comparison to this one feels so much more like modernized and shitty Hmm. as a result this one i don't it is modern but it it doesn't it doesn't just feel shitty i i I don't know how to explain it Hmm. you should watch the remake of carrie (laughs) uh because it's like I don't know. Not only are they like, this is a good remake and this is a shitty example of a remake, Mm -hmm. but also like, this is a shitty example of a remake modern. And this is a good example of a remake modern. Yeah. Even though there are flaws, of course, with this one too. Yeah. The, uh, I noticed that, um, I, I never read it. Um, my little brother told me about, he reads a lot of Stephen King, my older brother as well. And, uh, he told me like, oh, I, I had to, I had to stop reading that. I was like, why? What happened? It's like, oh, there's a scene where they go through this wall and all of a sudden they're in space and they just, they start going through the foot of a giant space turtle. And I'm like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> and I was like, that can't be real. And, uh, I, and I know that it is real, um, that, that it is in the book. And in fact, there's an, uh, there's two little allusions to it in this movie one is after they're when they're in the water uh after they jump in when uh beverly jumps in first and oh, then they all jump turtle. into the water yeah they go what's down there and he goes oh, it's a turtle yeah uh, that's like that that's a uh, plays on this old uh uh, uh, joke uh, somebody like well if the, if the world if they like for people who don't believe like it's a flat earth kind of thing well what is the worth earth resting on people say a giant turtle yeah okay but what is that on another turtle well what's below that another turtle turtle all turtles all the way down it's a it's a it's a ridiculous response to you know trying to uh put into place something where you just instead of just accepting what what is but anyway uh another allusion to it is the um uh when he goes into his brother's room he picks up a small toy like it's like a lego thing and the the lego thing is a turtle it's like uh it's like so so i'm wondering because i know that this director he's actually gonna be the one directing robotech when it comes out at least that's the announcement anyway He's going to direct the It sequel, Chapter 2, I imagine, it'll be titled, uh-huh. and uh, I, when they're all adults, and I assume that he'll actually do this crazy, insane fantasy ending, um, and maybe we'll see this giant space turtle oh. <laughs> that, that, uh, that apparently is in the book, and they're, they're uh, you know, doing a little foreshadowing in this movie. Yeah, so if you didn't know, and you're listening to this without seeing the movie, or if you saw the movie and now you know uh that there's going to be a sequel that was one of the things that i was struggling with uh from the from when i first heard that there was going to be a sequel that was just going to be the adult storyline i was like why to me remembering the miniseries all the best parts were when they were kids and i was like why who the fuck would want to see the adult one like who gives a shit about that that part of the movie sucked Mm. uh in the original miniseries but i will say this one ended and i was like okay yeah i'll go i'll watch the second one Mm -hmm. i'm actually interested to see like what the adult part will be like why does the fat kid get the girl no in the book per my understanding she ends up sleeping with everybody there yeah all all the members of the group yeah and but the fat kid does become like some hot hot shot 
something or dude other. Yeah. yeah he like he's like a big business guy or a hollywood dude or something he's like well known and like well respected yeah he does a 180 yeah nice yeah and then the jew kid becomes or not the jew kid he i don't remember what he does like uh, a lawyer or something <laughs> of course you do lawyer or doctor one of those but the i remember <laughs> the um hypochondriac kid i know that he becomes a doctor i remember uh, that he's yeah. like a surgeon yeah and then the comedian guy sort of is a comedian guy the the one who's in stranger things yeah he's just like a, a jokester like a bomb, yeah yeah what if they don't remake this until that kid's like old what if like they're they gonna wait 27 yeah. years for the sequel <laughs> what, if they, what if they boyhood <laughs> it <laughs> not a good idea not a good idea. i just wonder like okay because here's the other thing like while we're talking about the stupid turtle sequence this movie is mention because it's in the same universe as the arguably the worst feature uh Stephen King movie Dreamcatcher. Oh yeah, another one of his. This is in the same universe as Dreamcatcher. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if this is the adult part is going to open the door for a dream catcher <laughs> remake because they kind of tie together. Like there is reference in dream catcher, the movie and in the book to it and specifically what happens with these kids. Well, what's dream catcher. Oh, it's, it's another, a pile oh, of garbage. My, my understanding and just reading some of the things that came out in regards to dark tower is that dark tower is a multi-book also series too. Uh, by Stephen King. And that series, um, uh, doesn't just touch is not in the same world as it but is in the same world as basically all of his all of his books yeah it's supposed to tie all of them together yeah. that they exist in this universe yeah yeah so uh, it's a universe called Maine <laughs> the universe of Maine yeah um, the uh, yeah so this movie uh, I think you're gonna find people who um, there's gonna I can see a large segment of people watching this and really enjoying it um, I, I, I don't fault too. I don't fault them for that I think there's a lot of good stuff and it's 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 not bad like there's nothing about this where you can tell they're they're going cheap like the style is jump scares that's the that's the that's the driving you know uh, thrust of, of of how it kind of moves along and um, I think a lot of people you know that's just that's just how it is now uh, for for mainstream horror films, and this is a really I mean it's a good version of that because it because it has so many other things that are really good like the child actors and the the willingness to you know have chi- children you know murdered which is it's not to say that's a good thing it's just something to say like the movie is is, is aiming a little bit higher than what most horror is trying to do and um, the fantasy aspects of it. Um, are a nice, are a nice different, uh, a nice change of pace as well. Like that whole, like the shot of looking up in that cellar, that 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 underground dungeon kind of thing, and the bodies just kind of swirling around loosely. Like that's a great visual. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Um, You'll float down here, dude. You'll float too. Mm-hmm. I was like. Like, they kept saying that, and I was just like, all right, whatever. Uh, and then, like, almost right before the end of the movie, I was like, oh, they're fucking floating. Like, you'll float, too. <laughs> I was like, what? all the pieces fit. It's all connected. Oh, my gosh. I felt, like, just, like, so stoned to the bone. I was just Whoa. like, oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. I I just don't think I'm the right market for it. No. Well, I don't think it's like, here's, here's what I think. I agree that I think a lot of people will really like this movie. I also think a lot of people are really going to hate it just because they're for some reason going to put, no, I, not in Ethan, not like Ethan. I mean, there's going to be people that are going to really hate the movie because for whatever reason, they think that the mini series was like the best version. Uh, some weird sort of uh, yeah. loyalty to y- something. Yes. Like, some nostalgia like, loyalty going yes, on. Yes, which is dumb because that movie is awful. There are, there are, there are many segments that are cringeworthily bad. Uh, y- yes. Yeah. <laughs> not cringeworthy. Like they are cringe inducing. Yes, yes, that yes. movie is fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck that (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah i mean i i think i agree with you i think this movie is perfectly okay it's it has a lot of good parts to it what would be more shocking to me is if someone was like that was an amazing movie i can't i can't imagine a single person in the world being like that was a phenomenal movie Mm, mm mm-hmm that would be more surprising to me. Uh, I think the the unlock to get there would have been to really lean heavy into the thematic nightmare of child predation. Yeah, and 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 making and just like having like looking at that like with eyes eyes wide open, you know, and, with arms wide open, <laughs> and uh, and and letting that really sink in, as opposed to like having kind of dance around it like it's kind of weird like yeah. it's there and, and, and it's in your face a little bit but it's uh, it still feels like they're they're not willing to commit to exploring that theme yeah. um very thoroughly there is another thing that i think that this movie does well which is uncommon the kids their interactions with adults while mainly negative the adults are are bad in their lives they are more intelligent than the adults Mm. which is something that you see a lot in movies with kids yeah yeah where kids are the heroes it's like They're because like, writers can't write kids yeah yeah and i think that this movie does a really good job of that as well i think a lot of this movie is really good there's mm-hmm. just it's just not great mm-hmm. i don't know I don't regret seeing it. I thought like the sound design was really good too. Mm -hmm. Like the, the sound mixing was really good. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of like really, um, cool, uh, like talking, like whisper behind you, like in your right ear. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah. I don't, I couldn't tell you like a single piece of music aside from new kids on the block. Yeah. But. Yeah. And I thought that, I think I, I was actually going to comment that I thought the score was a little weak on account of that. Yeah. Is but that, the actual sound design I thought was great. Yeah. Like yeah. the sound design and sound mixing. Yeah. It's true. I mean, and, and to the, to the degree that it works, I mean, uh, like especially oh, I remember a song in it cause I played it in the shop today. Which one? Uh, six different ways. I love that song. Yeah. You know that one? No. This is stranger than I thought. <laughs> the cure. You don't know that song? <laughs> really? No, sorry. It's a hot cure song. I, I don't doubt it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a good grab. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, uh, yeah, there were. Uh, yeah, now that you say that, sorry, there were some other Pop like songs. solid '80s, 80s songs that I was just like, oh yeah, that's like a fucking good song that I haven't <laughs> yeah. heard in a while. Fucking hate New Kids on the Block. The New Kids on the Block rips. Sucks. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, real quick. I'm sorry to keep yeah, dragging this out, but I wanted to say this earlier when you were talking about Ethan, when you were talking about how you hate like old and new stuff. I thought that this movie did such a good job of making it feel like the actual eighties, which is rare. A lot of movies when they're uh, dated, mm-hmm. they go like, too like far into it yeah and this movie it just felt like no this is like perfect even to the text the little font letters that they use to describe like october or summer or whatever they wrote yeah. on there uh felt like that was something out of that era yeah well. there was a lot of like attention to detail that i thought was really great mm-hmm. another another thing too that i want to talk about sorry i mean just all this stuff's from popping back into my head because since we've had to take 14 different (laughs) fucking breaks saying this thing uh another thing that i thought was really good outside of the main characters uh meaning the crew of losers Mm -hmm. there's also a girl that's bullying that's bullying beverly yeah and you you don't get a whole lot i mean there's like maybe throughout the entire film which again is over two hours long mm-hmm. she's maybe five minutes of screen time that's, like, that's total that's that's rounding up yeah yeah heavy maybe yeah 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 uh but you do also get a scene of her dad before you know it's her dad and then you get a scene of the two of them there there's a second at the end of the scene where she says okay like okay bye dad i'll see you later and walks out of the drugstore and then later you see her sitting at the drugstore like confirming that it's her dad Mm -hmm. and her dad is like a pedo and it's like oh i completely get this girl now yes and this this is like such a small amount of time that you like get this these characters but Mm -hmm. you can immediately see her backstory and like understand why she is the way that she is and Mm -hmm. specifically why she's that way to beverly like that's so smart yes Uh, and not only that tobacco use not only that but it plays right into the thematic uh design of parent of adults you know ruining the lives of kids right Mm -hmm. right but it's not it's not so oppressive as like it's just it's not like really heavy-handed right right like they're bad but they're bad in a realistic way it's not like he's like the personification of satan or something no that's what that's essentially that's essentially what pennywise is that's his job right yeah yeah the uh um yeah, I I, 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 think this is you're gonna see. I mean, in, in my, in this, in the other side world, I'm, you are gonna see fan edits of this. I think there's gonna be some people who go through and take out a lot of the jump scares. Maybe, hopefully, the center channel's clean. You might see a rescoring of it. That would be cool. Um, with some, with some, maybe some synth '80s music. I don't know, some synth. I don't know, something. Uh, uh, oh, leave vein. that Cure song. Leave <laughs> the Cure song. I wouldn't mind it if someone did like leave in like a lot of like the the like old rippers from the 80s that were in this movie mm-hmm. but i think it would be cool if like someone did like more of an it follows kind of soundtrack to mm-hmm. it like the synth, synth like driving synth. yeah i mean that's the whole thing though that that's where the one part where they kind of saved it because it like dude like it's piggybacking stranger things right like can this you was say in that? development before stranger yeah. things i think it's unfortunate <sighs> that the kid ended up being in stranger things because i think that really kind of fucks 
like I, I don't think that you're alone in thinking that and I think yeah. that that's going to fuck this movie well I think it's I mean that's the whole thing I mean and the reason why I'm okay with it is just the fact that like you know like uh, you know 20 years from now when someone watches this movie they're not gonna watch know Stranger Things context. six months yeah, prior yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. they're not gonna know this context but now you're like you're just kind of like oh I'm oh, just like a, over this kind of throwbacky but that's what i'm saying that i thought that this movie this stranger things is exactly what i'm talking about where it feels really forced and like Um, really over the top 80s whereas uh, this movie feels like pocketed it really fucking happened in the 80s like it could really have been filmed in the 80s if the quality of the film wasn't terrible Mm -hmm. sure i mean and i like the the like the kind of lore the lore is okay it's cool like how that kid discovers is like reading about the lore is cool like and that's actually something i feel like they missed because there that discovery moment of of seeing the pattern that this is not a, this is not just a one-time event but this is cyclical yeah he finds and that off screen he finds it off screen and then he just yeah. tells them everybody's like they buy into it real quick yeah. and i was like oh no that would be a great discovery scene to to have that edited and built together and find this kid like kind of lean back in his chair like what the fuck did i just discover and so he's like it's really natural like oh yeah in statistically gen- like we're off the chain over here that's yeah. for adults for kids it's even worse like overall i would have preferred more of that kid though like i feel yeah. like he was just really underutilized he stole a lot. He, and he was so good yeah. too. his story it's so weird because obviously the movie is is um you know this the the, the, the centerpiece character is the yeah. brother of the kid who's murdered yeah um and yet this little kid and his situation and what what you root for for him seems so much more gripping yeah that's a more interesting story what he's going through and the challenges he's facing than this guy seeking some weird sort of um conclusion to his brother's death watching what this kid's going through seems way more interesting yeah and unfortunately it's a it's a really missed opportunity there at the end when all of them are sort of fading out from that truck that truce that they make with each other and it's just the three of them and like like here he is like it's the three of them everybody's leaving and you know like in his head what he wants is the main dude to leave so that he could be with Beverly yeah and uh. and instead he's the one who leaves and I would love to have seen that that face of his 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 thought process is realizing she he's not gonna leave and she's not gonna leave with me and and just you know just defeated in a sense and then well, walking away yeah i mean he realizes that earlier and that keeps happening where he like realizes that like throughout the rest of the film but i wish that there would have i wish that scene would have pl- been filmed differently it's all yeah. filmed from afar yeah. and i wish that it would have been the three of them that they would have just had like a moment where the camera would have come up and they would have had a longer exchange the three of them and then they could have still kept the exchange between Beverly and Bill at the end. Yeah, I agree. It was not fair to have that character discharged from the group that way without some kind of resolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah, I had a qualm with that too. Well, I guess, I mean, I think that that's also, you know, it because they split the movie into two, and they ended it there as opposed to going a little bit further after that moment. Cause Beverly says to bill, like I'm leaving, I'm going to Portland and it's like, okay, well 
the rest of those kids are still going to be hanging out. They yeah. could have had Bill and that kid have it, like established more of a friendship. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wish that they would have just gone a little bit the movie's long but i wish that they would have gone a little bit further and well, had a the, little bit more that's the thing it's long but if it wasn't in the way we may have had a lot more of those uh, scenes yeah. <laughs> yeah and it still could have had the same length and we would have been more satisfied with that yeah. with their dynamics yeah. yeah yeah uh there is the scene where he he does sort of throw down the gauntlet and kiss her to sort of wake her up yeah. from the from floating and uh and unfortunately i didn't think he, i wanted more to follow that because that seems that doesn't seem to be doesn't seem to go anywhere for that character like the kids are just like okay that happened and then they're just moving on yeah the only other like tie into that scene is like that frog prince book that she has on her piano or whatever Ooh. So it's like, oh, like maybe, maybe this is like, maybe he's a frog prince. I don't know. Like, yeah, it seemed like they were trying to draw parallels to that. But I mean, yeah, just like that whole storyline, they put a lot of weight on it up front and then they just kind of disregard it really easily. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, okay, like, why did I go through all this with that character to not feel him feel like shit? I almost think that the, the, the filmmakers didn't realize how, how well people would react to his story. Yeah. And, and so they didn't appreciate how, what it, what it needed, what kind of conclusion it really attention that it needed at the end. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah, I mean, same with Mike, too, which is the black kid. It's weird because, like, there's all these kids are coming into the mix at different times. And it's like their group is like, their group is like a snowball, like, rolling down a hill. It's just like fucking gaining traction and more shit, like, very quickly. But, like, you, they're like fast and intense relationships that you're, the audience is forming with these characters as they're gaining um, into the group. But, like, Mike also has that sort of thing, too, where he just is like, he's gone. And it's like, I don't, it's, I don't know. He's just gone. And I wish that I would have had more of his story, too. Yeah. It's also weird because, like, as these shifts are happening, I I think that they do do a good job of balancing, like, all of the kids. But as these uh, new kids are coming into the group, like the old kids do kind of drift into the background and I'm, you don't really hear anything about them for a minute and you only hear about the new kids now, which I'm fine with. That's kind of like the funny part of this movie is that like what you're talking about, like, like they're willing to kill kids up front and then you don't lose anyone. Right. Yeah. I mean, you don't really lose like anyone close that you really care about. Like you don't, you don't, they don't, they're, they're willing to take risks to like kill off kids at the beginning, but you don't see them really killing off kids at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know how much of that is. It needs to pay homage to the book or it, pay, it plays for plot development in part two. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I was like, I was like wanting to see a little bit more, have the stakes raised a little bit more. Yeah, I wish end. one of those kids would have died. Yeah, like why don't they kill off any of them? Sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta do that to let the, put the audience in check. Yeah. And say, this isn't the, yeah, like we'll do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Uh, I yeah. mean, all of them have their roles and the adult version, which is why they didn't, I'm assuming, which yeah, is yeah. why they didn't kill any of them off. But yeah, I would have been happy to have one of those kids die. Yeah. 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 Raises yeah I think in yeah. like a super brutal way or something. Just mm-hmm. not Beverly because she was amazing. Well, I mean, at least like. <laughs> she was so good. All those kids closer. were so good. Yeah. I, I liked them all. 
I don't know. That fight at the end is like, oh, it's okay. I didn't like the fight either. Yeah, it's... It's too... It was too okay. long. Yeah, it's okay. And it, the whole time the, he this had... Him, but this not doesn't... Well, the whole time... I got really angry because the whole time Bill had those spikes on the back... Uh, in his backpack, like on his back. And there are multiple points where they're like clearly searching for weapons. And I'm just like, he's fucking right in front of you with the spikes in his backpack. Yeah. Like, they're fucking sticking out. Like... Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> um... I would have a uh, yeah. I that confrontation scene. I don't have too much of a problem with it. I, 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 I get like there's some there's pieces of it that don't feel like it's working just because the confrontation between Pennywise shouldn't be about strength. It shouldn't be about violence. It should be about um, uh, you know not letting. Uh, this kind of oppression and fear uh, shape your life. And that's what Pennywise feeds on. So them not allowing that should have been the thing. And I know they're like, well, that's because they're fighting him. And they, if, they were, if they were really scared, they wouldn't be fighting. It was like, well, a lot of people fight because they're scared. Mm-hmm. So uh, it doesn't, th- there's something, there's something, there's some thematic inconsistency there. But how do you have a third act you know, like that without some kind of major confrontation. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. It ends up being a high risk move if you don't do it. Yeah. yeah. I just wish the fight would have been like shorter and more intense maybe. And then we could have had more of that story on the end yeah. of everyone saying goodbye to each other. Yeah. You know, I was thinking back about um, the kid, the the chubby kid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, like, you, I, I mean, you root for the kid, like from the first scene. Yeah. You see him where he could, where he gets sort of blocks uh, uh, Beverly's character, but then like he gets fucking like mutilated by I those know, multiple bottles. times, and then like yeah. he gets, he drops down that fucking ravine, he gets cut, yeah. he's run down the fucking thing, he's all beat up and scratched, and then like fucking it, like fucking slashes his <laughs> belly open and yeah. shit. Yeah. I, I really, I was really thirsty for some scene at the end, retribution, where sort it's, of it's just yeah. like. If any of the kids between the beginning of the movie and now have changed, it's him. Right. Like, nobody else has physical fucking scars for what they've gone through since this movie has started. And uh, to really, like, you know, fuck this, you know, you, you think you're fucking pissed? Look at this shit. I'm taking this with me wherever I go, you know? It's like, big ass, you know, how do you explain uh, that? Yeah. You know? So, I, I, I wanted to see, I even got me thinking about why you're so invested into that kid. And I think showing that and, and not you know, not pulling away, but showing kind of the violence that it was inflicted upon him uh, makes makes you root for him so much more. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. like, I mean, he's a very dynamic character for like what is typically like a utility player in a movie, like the one that lays out the lore. Like, like I mean, it's such like a non-dynamic character and him you're drawn to. And well, his face is so... He's yeah. just so good with his face yeah, yeah. too. Like there are a couple moments where like him and Beverly are like exchanging looks with each other. And it's like, that's so hard to capture on film where it looks like they actually are really like how real people are. They're mm-hmm. having a real conversation mm-hmm. just with their facial expressions. And it's like, he, he's yep. just so good at that. And she is as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The kids were so good. God yeah. damn it. I mean, something tell you that little kid though little kid with the black hair he's got like he's got one of those three name names where it's like jacob dylan graves or some shit like that uh-huh. but he he's gonna be big All i right. could see that i could I'm, uh, the fat kid's name is like chance isn't it 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that was no. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to say fat kid. <laughs> that was no. The black kid's name was, is Chance Jacobs, Chance which Jacobs. I just thought I was like, like that. take a chance, yeah. a weird name. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> So anyway, Jacob's uh, chance. Hopefully, they lean more into the uh, thematic material for the sequel. Um, yeah, I wonder if the director may have wanted to do more of that, but felt like you know the pressure to kind of keep it a little more mainstream than he wanted yeah. to. Um, we'll find out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I won't. I mean, overall, end all be all, I'm probably going to give this like a six point five out of ten, maybe mm-hmm. seven. I don't know. The conversation makes it makes me want to rewatch it and you know honestly i i wouldn't mind rewatching it like during halloween i i wouldn't mind that either but yeah. mainly because i want to watch the special features yeah. like i want to go rent it from the video store i don't want to just watch it on vod because i want to see those deleted scenes there, there's got to yeah. be some good stuff in there and i want yeah. i want my little hands on it I, i'm excited to this, see the sequel i'm excited to see what fan editors do with this and yeah. the sequel and see yeah. if somebody likes to cut oh, it yeah, up yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The, like the book originally is or like the original miniseries is yeah. um i'm excited to see what the film it w- could be could have been like without the jump scares uh which i felt were in many ca- in some cases they were really affecting like the the part that made me jump out of this my chair was the scene with the um, in the garage watching the the slideshow. Mm. Like that, I, I was like, I knew it was coming, and I still uh. like, God damn it, you know, they got me good. Yeah, uh. <laughs> that one didn't get me. It was really? in the stupid room, the clown room, oh, and yeah. I was like, I know that this is coming, and still, I like fucking jumped like yeah. six feet out of my seat. Uh, I, I um, the I think the, the you know we said the child acting is terrific and. Uh, um, there's a lot of good things about this and I feel like for what it was trying to do I think it landed well landed very solid I have an idea do you guys want to do Stephen King October this year oof no <laughs> I'm getting a hard no from my, from my right <laughs> I mean I guess if you want god I, damn there's it. a lot of Stephen King I haven't there's a seen shitload of, we uh, named like a dozen of them I, <laughs> I yeah seen see like this half. yeah you're y'all's naivety on this is making you like oh, oh are they fun. all this good <laughs> and I'm like I've seen almost all of his movies and I fucking hate like almost all of them oh my god yeah. it's so yeah. bad uh, I got if I, you want okay I don't know I, we'll I, see no, no, guys no. October is right around the corner I think so many uh, and so much of his IP when he turns into movies are Stephen King first movie yeah. second yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, and I think so many of them have fallen into that trap that very few like one of the Silver reasons Silver Bullet's phenomenal the, uh, yeah, Silver Bullet uh, was pretty good that was Dude, good Silver that Bullet's was good yeah that, especially those nighttime sequences mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, that's why Shawshank worked is because it like Stephen King's name was a, a moved far away from it Stand By Me is another one of those uh, movies that non-fantasy horrors that are really good by him yeah wheelchair here yeah I'm gonna do 6.5 or 7 6.5 or 7 I give it I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm rounding up I'm gonna give it an 8 whoa I have my issues with it but I'm gonna give it an 8 because I think for what it does it does well wow um fuck I'm not really sure I'm gonna give it a 7.5 I'm just not I, I still feel like I need more room to think about trying think about this movie as it is outside of 
uh, the original miniseries. Fair it's, enough. It's very good, though. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, for what it is. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I, I wasn't really pissed when I left. I don't know. I would have. I I think I would have liked it more had it like been felt more Halloweeny too. Like it was like if it was like more around Halloween. I think I would have been more interesting because I was thinking about that during the movie of when I wish the movie would have come out. If Mm -hmm. it should have come out a little bit earlier and been one of those summer horror movies, which makes sense because it takes place during the summer and I think that's creepier. Or if it should have come out in October for like Halloween. I actually would have preferred it to come out earlier. But it's like neither right now. I mean, it's like neither. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, Like it's September right now. I I wish it would have come out in like July. I mean, I don't think they'll flip it to like VOD or DVD by October. No. No. Absolutely not. What they'll probably do is re-release it. Do another another big like push for it in that time. Yeah. Uh, it's turning. I mean, they picked a great weekend for it. It's huge. Like it's gonna, yeah. it's gonna blow out. It'll be the number one movie of the weekend for sure. Yeah, yeah. And but uh, next weekend is Mother. Yeah, and I bet Mother will yeah. dethrone it. That's a bold statement. I don't I know. I think it will. I, not I if mean, not, not if not if half the theaters aren't showing it. J Lo. Oh, J-Lo. they aren't. Well, I don't know. I didn't see it in the South Lamar location. So, well, it doesn't come out till next weekend. Oh, okay. J. I mean, it's got J Lo. J Law. Yeah, I think it looks fucking great. I cannot wait to see that. I movie. see all of Aronofsky's movies. I see all. I of, cannot oh. stand him. Here's hoping this is a redeemer. Really, I fucking he, hate him. Aronofsky. Yep. Yeah. Right. Let's let's get some tumbleweeds going through. I don't know what to say to that. Like, I don't know. I mean, this might come as a shock, but I also don't like Fight Club. Oh, Donnie bro, Darko. Bro, you don't like Fight Club, bro? <laughs> bro, what the fuck, bro? Bro. Yeah. No, Fight Club, uh, I, gets for me, it gets worse every time I see bro! it. Bro! Yeah. yeah, I know. And that's how I feel. I I feel a lot of his movie. Well, maybe we'll talk about this next week. Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll do a Mother, Mother episode, episode next yeah. week. Yeah. yeah, are you seeing Mother? I'm I told going you, to. get, oh, get well. the tickets for the, the Wednesday The app screening. wasn't working. I was going to do Did it. Did you download the, the new one? download the new one damn damn well we'll talk about this all right all right thanks guys for listening thank you let us know what you thought of the movie too yeah bye oh and listen to me on tuesday on my show because i'm I'm gonna be talking destiny Astounded, and 
Yeah.